We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, it's June 8th, it's 2023. We have a four-game baseball slate to talk about here on today's podcast. Ryan Solo today, no YouTube, just a solo podcast, four games. Um, Just going to get through these games and uh, get out of here. What a slate we had on Wednesday. A lot of high-scoring Pitching and hitting. Uh, it was a fantastic slate. A lot of uh, different ways to build. And hope everyone had a, a good slate. On I just realized on FanDuel, they're including the Detroit-Philadelphia game. So we will I, w- I will talk about that game as well. So five-game slate on FanDuel, four-game slate on DraftKings. I will talk about the Detroit-Philadelphia game for players that play on FanDuel. So that's a 6 o'clock Eastern start. And the other one is a 7.07 eastern start so we'll talk about both of them hey why not it's a small slate so not a big deal let's uh let's jump right in let's have some fun hope everyone is having a fantastic thursday and yeah back to two-man booth on friday we have tigers and phillies no total in this game we have tyler holton it sounds like he's going to start. Um, don't know how much he'll really go pitch-wise. And Zach Wheeler pitching here um, for Philadelphia. So if you're playing on FanDuel, obviously Zach Wheeler is going to be um, someone that you definitely want to take some shots on here. 26.5% K rate on the season, under 4x FIP. Fantastic pitcher, low walks, facing one of the worst offenses in baseball. So on FanDuel at 10-8, Zach Wheeler very, very much in play. Don't play Tyler Holton. Uh, Again, I don't think he'll go too deep in this game. Low strikeouts. 
more of a bullpen type of game I think we're going to see here from Detroit. As far as bats go here on the Detroit side, I don't have a ton of interest at really anybody here on FanDuel. I think that if we're looking at it as a five-game slate, we really don't want to pick on Zach Wheeler. And then on the Philadelphia side, Nick Castellanos, Trey Turner, always guys that I like against left-handed pitching. Ramuto, if you want to full-on stack it, Schwarber is – I mean, he's someone that has power. We don't expect Tyler Horton to go too deep into this game anyway. Um, first major league start he's thrown i think 16 or 17 um bullpen start like bullpen games he just pitched on june 6 i think he goes two or three innings maybe four innings at most here so i think that if you want to play the lefties to be a contrarian 4-4 type of stack on fanduel i don't hate that by any means going over to the main slate now for DraftKings. These games are included on FanDuel as well. We have Houston at Toronto, 8 total in this game. The Astros are 124 favorite. Valdez against Barrios in this one. Framer Valdez continues to be one of the best pitchers in baseball this season, just having a phenomenal year, really doing it all. So, Valdez comes in 27% Ks, 2.8 xFIP, um 60% ground balls. The problem here is Toronto is not a huge strikeout team, but against left-handed pitching, they're not a very high upside team either. So looking at this, the bottom half of the lineup really bad. You know, obviously you got Chapman, who's very good against lefties. Bichette's very good against lefties. Uh, Vlad has really struggled for power against lefties this year, hitting the ball on the ground a ton. So I think this is a spot... I think this is a spot on DraftKings. You can definitely take some shots on him. Um, we have some good pitching, even for a small slate. On FanDuel, it's really interesting to see like how people will approach you know, Strider, Wheeler, and Valdez. But on DraftKings, I think Valdez is definitely someone you want to take some shots on here. As far as bats go here for Houston, oh, Barrios. I almost just completely skipped over Barrios. Uh, 4.1 XFIP on the season, 23% Ks. He's done a great job limiting power against right-handed hitters. He's just not a big strikeout guy. He's 8,800. If you're looking in that mid-tier range, I think he's playable. You know, this is a very right-handed heavy team. I think they typically only have two or three lefties in the lineup, and he's been very good against righties this year. So if you're in this, like, Below top tier, you know, Verlander, Barrios, Savelli type of range. I think that he's playable on DraftKings on two pitcher site. Maybe you're going one of Strider or Valdez. And you're going one of Barrios, Verlander type plays, type lineups. As far as bats here, I mean, I have a ton of interest in Jordan Alvarez. More as a one-off, I know he's super expensive. We don't have a ton of value on this slate pitching-wise, so it might be tough to fit him in. If I was going to play somebody, he'd be towards the top of my list, though. This is a guy that has power, really, against anybody, and Barrios has struggled a little bit more against lefties than he has against righties. Tucker, his power numbers are down a little bit right now. Houston down in general, so not my favorite team to target on today's slate. And then on the Toronto side, Valdez has just been so good. He's not a guy that typically gets blown up. Um, I think he's only allowed multiple home runs in one game this season. So I think if you're playing Valdez, 
you're not playing Valdez and you want to target him on a small slate to be different, Bichette and Chapman would be my two favorite plays here. But again, I don't love it. All right, we have Boston at Cleveland. It looks like they're promoting... Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't have a picture when I was doing research for this game a little while ago. But they are promoting Matt Dermody here. This is not a prospect by any means or anything like that. This is a guy that has been around for a while. Made his debut in, I think, 2015 or 2016. He's not a guy that we've seen a lot of. A little bit with the Cubs last year, but not a not a lot of innings. Saw him a little bit um, in 2016, 2017 with Toronto. But he's not a guy that we've seen a lot of. Kind of shocked that he's getting promoted here. Red Sox dealing with some injuries. Um, I, I mean, he's not been good in the majors. He's a journeyman, 31, 32-year-old um, journeyman. And he hasn't been good in the minors this year looking at his numbers. He's had some decent strikeouts. Um, his strikeout to walk ratio is really good looking at his um, page here. So the strikeouts have been good in AAA this year, f- under 5% walk rate with a 24.4% strike rate, swinging or yeah, strikeout rate. So this line doesn't really line up to any of the AAA numbers that he's had in the past. He's always had good swinging stuff, swinging strike stuff. Sorry, I can't speak, but. Um, I don't think this is a spot that I would play him. I mean, he is, he's 4k. He looks to be stretched out from what I can see here. Cleveland is not a great offense. I mean, I think you could do worse. I don't think he's, I don't think he's a crazy play today. Savali on the other side of this game, 7,800 here. Red Sox have been struggling here recently. This is a guy that does a great job of limiting power to both sides of the plate, uses a cutter-sinker combination, um, throws a curveball, very rarely throws fastballs. So don't think I want to play him because of the price on DraftKings, and I don't, definitely don't want to play him on like a one-pitcher site. Boston bats are somewhat interesting. Is he is he limited power a little bit because of the matchups that he's faced? He faced Seattle twice and then Minnesota once. Um, I think you can take some shots on the Red Sox here. Verdugo, Yoshida, Devers would be my three favorite plays here. They did um, they did move Cassis up in the lineup, so if if he's in there hitting fifth or sixth, I don't hate that. Duran, Cassis is really cheap though. You know, talking about value on the slate, he's twenty seven hundred on DraftKings. So if you're looking for some value, he's a guy that has power. It just really hasn't shown up yet. And Savelli is definitely a guy you want to target more lefties than righties against. As far as Cleveland goes, again, they have struggled this season against left-handed pitching, and that's tough. But, I mean, Rosario, Ramirez, Bell, Arias, Zonino would be guys that I would take shots on here. But overall, I mean, I don't love Cleveland. I think if you're playing them, you're probably using them as like a secondary stack or like a 4-4 type of stack. Just playing, you're playing more of like the pitcher and instead of like the team here overall. Because, I mean, again, Cleveland, 
by the numbers stuff, they're they're bottom three offense this year. They just don't strike out. Kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium Polaroid shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code RotoGrinders for 50% off two or more pairs of Polaroid sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. We're staying on the East Coast here. We got Mets and Braves. Verlander and Strider facing off against each other here. Eight and a half total in this game. Braves a 170 favorite. We'll start here with Justin Verlander. 8,600. He threw 117 pitches last time out. Justin Verlander kind of doing his thing here. Um, He's a guy that has struggled or been really good. And I think that when you're facing the Braves, you have to have big strikeout stuff. Verlander throughout his career has had big strikeout stuff. His swinging strike rate is way down this season, though. It's under 9%. His strikeout rate is sitting at 20.5%. So I worry about that a little bit. I think that we have enough pitching on the slate that I don't have to play Verlander if I don't want to. So he's not my favorite play on the slate. I think that if he's going to be low owned on a, on a small slate here on a two pitcher site that you could definitely take some shots on him if you wanted to. I just, for me, the 4k pitcher is becoming more and more interesting on DraftKings today. As far as the other side of this game, Spencer Strider, he's not lacking in strikeouts, highest swinging strike rate, highest strikeout rate in baseball this season, 40% strikeout rate. 20% 20% swinging strike rate. This guy has nasty stuff. He'll give up a run or two. It seems like he'll give up a home run or two, but his stuff is so nasty. The Mets lineup has been struggling. This team is a team that, you know, throughout the years has been low strikeouts, a team that you really don't want to pick on with right-handed pitching, but man, they're just dropping down the boards right now as far as, you know, overall offense. So, I think Strider is one of the best plays on the slate, if not the best pitcher on the slate. But, I mean, that's not telling you anything you don't already know. He is the best strikeout pitcher in baseball right now. So, love the upside here. Even against a Mets team that supposedly doesn't strike out as much, they have been striking out and rolling at lineups out there that have not been great. So, And I should note that Pete Alonso um, had an x-ray. He got hit by a fastball on Wednesday's game. So I think that um, he's going to be day-to-day. And if he's out of this lineup too, um, after he got hit by that pitch against Charlie Morton, I, I think that if he's out of this lineup, it's even it's even a better matchup for Strider. So 
like Spencer Strider. Don't like the Mets bats. I mean, I, I like to target a home run or two against Strider, but with Alonzo potentially out of the lineup, there's just not a ton of power in this lineup. So I'm not going to take mediocre hitters against one of the best pitchers in baseball. Atlanta, I like the stack against Verlander. He's a guy that has been blown up a couple times already this season. He was blown up by Tampa. He was blown up by the Rockies, and Detroit got him his first start, but it was his first start. I don't want to look into that too much. Verlander's a great pitcher. He's a Hall of Fame pitcher. He's one of the best pitchers we've ever had in baseball. The stack is risky, but it's a four-game slate, so I don't mind looking at a four-game slate and saying, hey, I'm going to I'm going to stack against a good pitcher. We finish it out, though, with Cubs and Angels. Nine total in this game. Angels, a 136 favorite here. We have Smiley and Dietmers going up against each other. Talking Drew Smiley first, 4.96 XFIP on the season. Still, I mean, continuing to pitch okay. Not dominant by any means, but he's pitching okay. This is a really tough matchup for him going up against this Angels team. Trout, Rendon, Dury. Um, we could potentially see a guy like Adele in the lineup here. He was recalled on Wednesday. I would assume that he's a guy that we see in the lineup. He's been absolutely crushing the ball in AAA this season. He's 2,500. We'll talk about him in just a minute. But yeah, I don't think this is a spot I want to play Drew Smiley. And even Deepmer's on the other side. He has some strikeout upside, and there are some strikeouts in this Cubs team. So I would, I would, if I was going to play one of these two guys, it would probably be Detmers um, over Smiley because he has the higher strikeout upside. But he, he, honestly, both of these guys are not overpowering lefties. Detmers is a guy that you know can use that slider curveball combination with his fastball that is kind of around a ninety-five average. And generate some swinging strikes, and that's why his strikeout rate's twenty six percent this season. As far as bats here, I mean Swanson, Jan Gomes has been great this season against left-handed pitching. Wisdom has a ton of upside, but also has a ton of downside. He's like a swinger strike, swing, swing or sh- home run, home run or strikeout guy. Man, I I can't talk. It is late here on the East Coast. Um, did a NASCAR podcast and had some NASCAR work to do. So it's late here on the East Coast, so don't mind my rambling. But with that being said, Swanson, Gomes, Suzuki, Wisdom, Morell, all these guys I think are in play. Again, if I was going to play one of these two guys, it'd be Detmers. If the 4K pitcher starts getting a ton of um, ownership, maybe I do play a little bit of Detmers here. As far as the Angels bats, uh, obviously love Mike Trout. Anthony Rendon back in the lineup. Dury. Um, Adele might be one of my top value plays on the entire slate, though, assuming that he cracks the lineup and hits like fifth, sixth in that range. Uh, love this upside for him. I think that he's someone that could potentially fly under the radar, but I highly doubt he does. Um, so... Love this spot for him. I'm. I would assume that he gets to start against the lefty here, being a righty. Like I said, he's absolutely crushing the ball this season in AAA. That's it. Yeah, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Quick, short, twenty-minute podcast. Thanks everyone for listening. Under eight K to get six or more strikeouts. Give me Detmers over eight K to score under fifteen. Give me the bust here, Justin Verlander over four K to hit a home run today give me matt olsen against verlander under 4k to get two hits give me adele 
just got done talking about how I think he is someone that is potentially underpriced here at 2,500. Hopefully he can keep that AAA hitting alive. Stack to score six or more runs today. Give me the Braves against Verlander. Four game slates. If I was on FanDuel as well, I would like Philadelphia to score um, six or more runs. But I think this is a slate that Roster construction, you might not stack as much looking at this slate overall, but pitching is going to be a premium because of who's on the slate pitching-wise. And if you're like me, you're going to take some shots against Verlander. You hope it works out. And if it doesn't, you move on. You come back on Friday. We finish off the week with a really solid slate. So appreciate everyone hanging out. And we'll be back tomorrow talking some more baseball. Good luck, everyone. Have a great Thursday.